0: Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Great British Drafting Show, uh, sponsored by Awful Carolina and a proud part of the Riot Network. Uh, I'm your host, Dan Creso, and joining me this week, as he is every week, is Vincent Richardson. Uh, hello. Hey. Um, so, this week we're going to go through cornerbacks in and, and a similar format to what we've done for other positions. Uh, But before we do that, um, it might just be worth canvassing your opinions on what the Panthers have done in free agency so far.
1: Okay, yeah, I mean, they've kind of only really done three major things, which is sign. It's almost all on the offensive line. So Mm -hmm. they've signed uh, Matt Paradis um, and re-signed Darrell Williams and then obviously released Matt Clill as the reciprocal move for that one. I think the Parody signing is good. I think particularly given the structure of the contact, contract, it, it's it's very team favourable um, in that it doesn't have a very big cap hit for, for 2019, which allows them to go out and sign other people. Um, but also the guaranteed money isn't massively backloaded. So I think in year three, they could move on for about six million um, cap hit that year, which isn't terrible. Like they're, they're not stuck with him for all three years if he starts to deteriorate later on in his career. Um so I think that that's a very good contract, and I think he's he's a good center. I don't think he's a, a an elite elite center, but I think he's a very good center, particularly in pass protection. Yep. Um, the Williams signing, I I mean, the big concern with both him and Matt Khalil is their health, and I, I I don't know how healthy either of those guys are, so I don't I can't comment too much on whether I think it's a good or bad thing to let Khalil go. But I I. I'm gonna write about this in the coming weeks, I think, but but Taylor Moten's game against the Cowboys at left tackle was really not good. I mean, to be fair, it was his first career start and his you know first time playing left tackle for a while, going up against a good defensive line. But uh, watching that game, my takeaway isn't yeah, this guy's good left tackle. We can you know offensive tackle is still a need for the Panthers. Um, and I think whilst. I think the Darrell Williams signing can be somewhat justified by the fact that his, his guaranteed money this year is only about $3 million. So if he yep. ends up getting beaten out for a starting role because the Panthers draft someone, then you, you know, it's not the end of the world. And there is always a chance he can compete at left guard as well. But I don't think this massively improves the offensive line from a tackle point of view. And I think tackle is still a weak point on this roster.
0: Okay. Um, But there are are a few question marks now about the Panthers offensive line,
1: given that they've made
0: those moves. Um, Yeah, I think
1: think the Paradise move in particular means that centre has gone from being something they almost have to draft to something they almost certainly don't have to draft. So I think centre has improved massively, tackle I'm not so convinced by.
0: Okay, Um, so the Panthers made some moves on the offensive line, but how do they currently stand uh, when it comes to
1: cornerbacks? So I actually think they're fairly well set at corner in some regards in that you return the two outside stances from last year in Bradbury and Jackson. And whilst I don't think either of them are elite corners, I think both are good corners with very different skill sets. Jackson's obviously a a, a speed guy and Bradbury does a really good job against bigger receivers. If you watch how he played against Mike Evans, for example, he did a really, really good job shutting down Evans and a a pretty good jobs against um, Julio Jones and Michael Thomas. Like, you know, he is, based on his map when he when he gets his matchup he's a very good corner um and then the other guy who's coming back who missed all of last season is Ross Cockrell who I think is actually really underappreciated by a lot of fans in that he he gives them a legitimate outside and inside corner who can match up against bigger receivers he's really good in zone he can sort of hold up in man to a certain degree against his matchup like Bradbury can yep. and so you actually have three legitimate corner. I think Relatively, the Panthers probably hoped those to be their 1, 2, and 3 last year, and then Cockrell got hurt, and so Munlin had to play a bigger role, whereas now they can be the 1, 2, and 3. Um, again, the, the concern then becomes about depth. Um, you have got guys like Cornend- Cornelder, Kevon Seymour, and others, and one name to potentially watch out for is Rashawn Gordon moving back from safety to nickel, where he played in Tennessee. Um, but it, it's depth-depth at, at, at corner is certainly something they day they could be looking for particularly in the third day of the draft
0: yep um and this cornerback class seems to be quite deep and we'll we'll go into guys later but um it it seems to be ripe for for pickings later on
1: yes yeah and i think it's one of those things where you you rather than going in with a guy who you really target it makes more sense to sort of see who falls because someone probably will
0: yep and uh so in terms of scouting cornerbacks, yeah. what, what what do you look for? What do you prioritise? What do you think
1: the Panthers will prioritise? So I think from from what I'm able to do and what you're able to do, I think corner is one of the hardest ones to analyse. Because we don't yeah, have access to all 22 tape, one, you can't see them throughout all of every play, which does limit what you can see. But also the game is so different for them between college and the pros that that there's, there's a real uncertainty in, in, in trying to analyse corners partly because some college defenses are far more simplistic than anything you'll see in the nfl and this is something we'll talk about a bit later probably but there are guys who have basically played the same coverage 40 times a game for their entire college career and and realistically nfl defenses don't do that even some of the sort of the stricter man or cover three type defenses that tend to play of a similar style they do mix it up a little bit and so you won't you know and, and you don't know how good someone is at stuff they haven't done. And this is, There are a couple of guys who I think have, have played one particular defense really quite well, but that means it's very hard to assess how well they are suited to playing other styles of defense. Mm-hmm. And then you have also the fact that if they play man coverage a lot, a lot of man coverage sort of from an assessment point of view depends on who they're going up against. That if you are just way, way more athletic than the receiver you're covering – you, you never get pushed to the to, to the point where your technique begins to break down and where you can really evaluate where someone's limits are yeah. And so if, if you've been playing as a small school corner it's really quite hard to assess them at times because they've never they've never been pushed beyond their comfort zone in the way they will be in the NFL uh, and so that there's there's always this uncertainty of how how someone will translate from a position which is very much matchup based
0: yeah, it, it, it's very frustrating. Um, it's very difficult to compare guys, given that you know different players will just play different techniques and coverages, yeah. and there's no overlap in terms of what they're asked to do. Yeah. That you can say, oh, this guy's better at this than, than that guy, when they're just doing different things.
1: Yeah, if, um, if, if, and, if, if you watch a Big 12 corner and you watch an Alabama corner, they do completely different things and you can't begin to compare them.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, cornerbacks one position I find I need to watch quite a few games of to get a good grasp of the player just to see if they're challenged in any particular way um it it takes a good like couple of 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 games at least to start to get a feel for a player
1: certainly in a positive sense I think sometimes you can find what you can get a negative impression quite quickly if that makes sense Yeah, yeah um but but yes to be confident in a player you have to watch a reasonable amount just because they could just be dominating because their matchup's easy
0: yep okay uh okay. so we're now gonna go down uh your big board uh, yep. in the same format that we do every week yep um so your big board your number one cornerback is greedy williams from lsu yeah what does he do well why is he your number one
1: um so for me he is actually number one by quite a way there's for me there's a big gap between him and the rest um he's mainly a man cover corner but he he's got almost all the tools you look for there are there are some slight concerns which is why i don't have a first round grade on him but he he moves very fluidly he you know he can flip his hits nicely he his feet are good at the line in terms of not getting off balance and not over committing he's got the vertical speed you always look for he he's got ball skills he's a decent tackler you know there there aren't many flaws to his game yeah the the biggest one for me is he wasn't asked to play in zone that much Mm. And particularly when he was in, say, sort of cover three technique and he was asked to break back outside, he did sometimes look a little bit clunky in that regard. And there are a few plays then where players exploited that by double moving on say, against cover three, say, and he would then struggle to break and then bounce back up. Um, I'd, I'd be surprised if, if, if he's of real interest to cover three teams just because that's yeah. not where, yeah, that's probably not where he's going to play. But I think if you are a, a true cover three team, he maybe isn't the best fit for you but he's, he's got almost every skill set you want. You know, he's long, he's fast and he moves well in space with ball skills. Uh, for, for a position that's quite hard to tie down real details of technique from college players. He, he, there are very few questions about his game.
0: Yeah. Um, for me, he's also the clear standout of his cornerback class. Um, mainly for his, his man cover skills. Yeah. Um, his, his ability to shout at receivers is really great. You know, uh, very fluid, great footwork, um, and he's got the athletic gifts as well. Uh, yeah. A bit of a ball hawk. Interceptions dropped down uh, his sophomore season compared to freshman, but it's just because quarterbacks are targeting him less. Yeah. And else smart to do that. Um, I, I I have questions about uh, how he deals with run support. So I I I would say his tackling's quite bad, and I think okay. he isn't as physical as he could be. Uh, I think he, and he, he has,
1: probably needs to get a bit stronger as well. Yeah, no, he's a bit he's a bit light, isn't he? For for six two, yeah. he's a bit light. But yeah. I, th- I think the thing I'd say about his run support is I think he's his biggest issue is actually his tendency to sort of dive headfirst a little bit, which yeah. leads to some misses. And uh, to be fair, that, that that's something that there are a number of corners. I don't think that... Very rarely do you see a corner who really stands out in their run support positively. There are some, don't get me wrong, there yeah. are some. But generally, it's more a matter of uh he's probably on the on the lower end of run support but i don't think he's catastrophically like you know he's not just not getting into tackles he's not completely contact shy okay um i I don't i don't i I do agree that he could get he certainly could be more physical um physically stronger i think is a is a a thing he could develop but that is something that players tend to sort of do grow into size a little bit if that makes sense
0: yep um yeah, I I I think I'm probably lower down in his tackling than you are because I, I think it's kind of verging on the on the boundary where it becomes an issue. But his okay. his ability to to play man coverage is just it's valuable so enough. phenomenal and it's so valuable for any NFL team. Yeah, that really, uh, he's he's definitely worth a first round pick in my eyes and and probably a high one too.
1: So I, I I don't have a first round grade in him, but given how this draft class is working out, I'd be surprised if he wasn't in my top twenty fifteen prospects. So yep. he's right on that border. I think the only he I think it's hard to be really confident on corners because of the the gap between college and the NFL. But I think as a team, yep. if you'd worked him out and he'd impressed you in sort of some of you know if if you're a cover if you wanted to play some cover three at times and you worked him out to test that and he did fine, I think I would yep. I'd be happy giving him the first round grade.
0: Uh, let's move on to your number two cornerback who's yep. uh, Julian Love out of Notre Dame yeah uh, he, he's quite a different player from from Goody, yeah
1: no, he, he, he's so he's he, whereas Williams is a lot of it's about where his absolute value could be as a shutdown man cover corner um, Love I think his value is as much in his versatility and his pro readiness in in a number of schemes in that he doesn't do many things badly. And although he doesn't do anything exceptionally well, he's very well-rounded and could probably go into almost any team and offer some level of starting ability right away. Yeah. The only thing potentially that would limit him in some skins is his height, but that, that's he, he, he doesn't play like a nickel. You know, He doesn't play small as a corner. He's just, no. if you ask him to match up against Mike, Mike Evans, there are going to be some size disparity things.
0: Yep. I, I, I think he's great in, in run support. Um, which is maybe a bit surprising given his, his size. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah, he's quite well-rounded. I think he's probably better in zone than he is in man. Um,
1: I, yeah, think I, I think he can lose balance uh, a few times. I think he, he also... My biggest concern in terms of man would be his work at the line as much as anything else. I mm. think it, it, if, if you play him a little bit... You know, I, I think in press, he might struggle a bit if you played a lot of press. But yeah. I think if you play him, he's not someone who has to start ten yards off the line. But if you play him two or three yards off, where he, you know, has a little bit more room to 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 get his feet set early, I think that would benefit him a little bit. But that's that's probably the only sort of slight concern I have, if that makes sense. Yep. Yeah. He's the one thing I would also say with him is that although he's not slow, he also isn't. Whereas greedy Williams could, you could basically stick on anybody and he can run with them. Yeah. There are going to be guys who you can't love on in man coverage because they'll just run away from him but that's true for you know there aren't many corners who you can just stick on anybody and they'll run with so that yeah. that's he doesn't have elite speed but he has decent to good speed
0: yeah I, and i think that's true of the the guy who's next up on your board uh joan williams
1: yeah i'd say his speed is 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 worse still i think he is definitely his own corner if that makes sense i mean yeah he he ran like so it, I, I I was originally gonna write about him as someone I thought the Panthers could target early in day three.
0: Yeah.
1: After he ran a really poor uh, combine forty. I think it was yep. four, four six four or something like that. Yeah. But he reportedly ran four, five, five at his pro day the other day. So I think yep. he's probably gone back into serious day two consideration. But yeah, no, he he's he's a, a prime cover three corner. He's got length. Yep. Um he he moves very nicely, he comes out of his breaks very well in zone coverage, he's got good ball skills, decent run defender, um, he doesn't have that high-end speed that's allowing the him to play man in all in all situations. But yep. as with guys like Bradbury, if you find his matchup, you, know, if you could stick him on someone like someone who's not going to just flat out run away from him. He'll probably be okay in man coverage. Yep. He could play in a scheme that doesn't rely on him just playing zone. I I, I think there's always gonna, guys who who are going to be zone heavy always do have a little bit of a ceiling on their value unless they are really really elite. Mm. But um, I, I think he could be a good cover three corner from day one. Yeah. I, re- I was really impressed by taper must say
0: no uh as was i i think his his movement skills are are actually really quite good for someone that
1: big um for six with, foot two, with a 210 pound corner he moves really well
0: yeah uh, with a caveat of a deep speed um, which may limit his potential in the in the man scheme but his kind of change of direction is actually uh impressive for someone that big um,
1: and also for a guy maybe, with very long legs for his side. like he he is, yeah, he, is he is a lanky corner as well
0: Yeah yeah uh uses physicality well i think it, in, in college he was actually a pretty good man uh cover corner obviously with the speed um there might be some question marks about how that translates to i think it'd be um, a decent the nfl
1: cover corner. Mm. yeah no I, I think it'd be matched i think like re- it, it i think the thing is we'll come on to this later with someone else as well but there's you there's a real gap between a good man cover corner in college and a good man cover corner in the nfl in that there yeah. are there's a certain athletic threshold and if you just can't quite get to that there are guys who are going to completely obliterate you yeah um and if you stuck him on someone like keenan allen say he'd just be spending his entire day watching keenan allen catch the ball two yards in front of him kind of thing yeah but but um no i think i think he 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 does offer some scheme versatility i don't think he's stuck in playing just zone yeah
0: yep and then uh so we'll move on to byron murphy now uh washington who's uh, the next guy on your board um he's he's someone that's projected to go in the first round yeah um
1: and again he's quite different from the
0: the players we've talked about thus far
1: yeah i can see some similarity with him and love in that i think so murphy does i can see why people like him in the first round in that there are flashes of all kinds of very nice skills like i think he could play in a man scheme in a zone scheme he can play inside he can play outside there is he's got ball skills he's got decent vertical speed you know he he does a lot of nice things. He just doesn't quite put it all together consistently. Yep. Um, I think he's someone who, if you can give him, you know, if you play him early, there are probably going to be growing pains. But if you give him a year to really develop, he could be a really good corner in a year or two's time. Just 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 taking the skills that he shows at times and putting them together in a sort of a consistent package, I think could lead to him being a very good corner. I just don't yeah. think he's quite there yet to make me think he's worth a first or second round pick.
0: Yeah. I think his uh his processing in zone coverage is really good. Um I think he's he, he's very good at sort of reading the quarterback and the um and the receivers and being able to pass them on to someone else. Yeah. Uh, that 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 was quite impressive. I I I I have some question marks about his lack of size and also the fact that I don't think he's that great of an athlete.
1: Um I don't think he's an elite athlete, but I think he's quite. You know, I, 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 I don't think he's a bad athlete either. If that makes sense. Okay. Um.
0: I, yeah. That's something I'm, I'm a bit worried about just given his size. Uh.
1: If that makes sense. Yeah. I, I don't. Would... I, I don't think he's that. I, I mean, I, I. what do you have him listed at? Because I think I've seen him listed at like about, I think five eleven one eighty. I've got him at, which is yeah. he's definitely on the smaller side. But that's not. Yeah. You know, he's not five ten one seven. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see whether teams try and play nickel or on the outside.
0: But he, so he's, he's got quite short arms. Um, let me yeah. see if I can get them up. But that was quite bad. And he he, he tested fairly poorly at a combine actually. Um, I, yeah, of the guys run. that that completed all their draws, I'm looking at the spark list now. He's okay. uh, 30th percentile NFL that's athlete. Not that's,
1: that's not good. Yeah. What what was his 40? Something like four five five or something like yeah. that. Yeah, so that sounds like, I mean, that sounds about right. Hmm. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see. No, I I, I don't think he's... I totally don't think he's in the Greedy Williams level of athlete. But oh, yeah. I think he's... I, I don't think I'd be really right about his athleticism. I mean, so, the thing is then that then starts... I mean, Vernon Hargreaves was worse than that, though, wasn't he? Because he, was, he was really poor.
0: Yeah. Uh... Vernon Hargreaves oh, no, was, really no, 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 was, really was really good. Vernon Hargreaves was really, really. Good.
1: Who, who, was, who was the guy who was who was a really you know, who, there was a corner who was just abysmal. I can't remember who it is. It wasn't Vernon Hargreaves. It was someone. It was it was again. It was a smaller guy. Um, not like five nine, but there like was someone who was like five ten, five eleven. Who who remember
0: where they got drafted?
1: No, no. I th- I think it was one of those ones where they kind of killed their value. It was it was. I think it was three years ago. I, I don't worry. Don't worry about it now. Yeah, yeah. But they're. they're and it was someone who then didn't end up being particularly good. It, it um, I've got a funny feeling in my head it was a Clemson corner, but I can't remember. I, 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 it's gone now. But right. sparked a particular corners are very athleticism based, so there is always yep. going to be a concern if they test poorly. Yeah. And I think Washington's scheme might have hidden some of that. Is then the concern because they didn't? Yep. That's 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 the issue. They they didn't really stick him out there and expose no,
0: him. No, he played a ton of zone compared to man.
1: Yeah. yeah. I hope it'll be interesting to see. Mm. I, think yeah, I hit... think... yeah, sorry, what were you saying? Uh,
0: uh, yeah, and I've, I've got uh, a number for his arm length, which was uh, 30 and an eighth inches, which is eighth percentile for a quarterback.
1: Yeah. yeah. That's, that's then potentially moving him inside kind of size, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, we'll see. Um...
0: But... It... I mean, he, he he really is good at zone, like, in terms of understanding yeah, routes nice. and,
1: yeah,
0: and good balls. Yeah, I think too.
1: the question is then, is, is how valuable is a zone nickel who isn't the best run defender? Yeah. But, yeah, I, I think he hasn't had his pro day yet, has he? I'm not sure about that. Because that, that's one of those things where if he then... The thing with corners is the margins are quite often so fine that if he gets a little bit better at three or four drills, his spark could, could get quite a bit better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean his arm length obviously isn't going to change, but I'd be interesting to see because I did he you know he's not someone that you fall in love with on tape, but it's quite hard to really criticize massively what he's doing. Yeah. But then the question is then is that because Washington are really hiding him? Yeah. Uh, okay. I think that's a decent argument. Um, it would be interesting to see how he does now actually. Mm. I think it would depend a lot on where he goes as well because if he's going to have yep. to play a lot of man, then that's obviously yep. not going to be his strength. Anyway, should we move on to the next guy? Because he actually won yeah. the Panthers.
0: Yeah. Uh, so Sean Bunting, uh small school guy out of central Michigan who were awful this year.
1: I, I, I try to ignore them. But yeah, when you when you're watching the small school guys, you just you just ignore what's going on for the rest of it and just focus on the, the player you're watching because sometimes yeah. it's just a mess.
0: Yeah. But he, I think he's one of two guys from from central Michigan that declared early two cornerbacks. Um I I don't know who the other one is, but uh Bunting has a good chance of of uh making it in the nfl Yeah,
1: you no, know, i i really liked him i say it was mm. like I, you know, we were saying this beforehand but quite often when you watch cornerbacks there's kind of this precipice where you kind of you know you watch you know, the, the, the guys who clearly can do it tend to go early you don't tend to yep. get many massive sleepers yeah um and then you just get to this point where this is just this cliff and the players beyond that don't tend yeah. to have really any chance at all. And he yeah. was one of the rare players who, you know, the, the cliff had happened and you were sort of watching through to get rest just to make sure. And then suddenly you watch play and you think, actually, this this, guy's, this guy can actually do the things that yeah. should make, you know, he should be a top three-round pick, top three, four-round pick, almost certainly, yeah, just agree. based on his on on his movement skills. And the fact that he's not being seen as that is, is surprising because generally corners who can move up that way do just get picked up.
0: Yeah, but, it is surprising to me too I, I i assume it just must be like a, a small school thing yeah like, who did he faced etc but it is quite surprising
1: he, he moved really well in man he was he played up at the line well he, he's got good ball production he's an mm. okay run defender um i'm not totally sold on him in zone coverage but he just really wasn't asked to do it a lot of the time yeah yeah
0: yeah he, he yeah. was a guy that came to mind when you were talking about Certain guys are asked to do only a few things, and there weren't that many instances of him playing in zone, especially zone that wasn't cover three.
1: Yeah, but he was actually okay yeah. in cover three, right? It, you know, it, yeah. it, 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 it wasn't like he was catastrophic in cover three, and you're like, oh, well, that's why he's in man, it's because he can't play yeah. zone. He, like, I think at the moment he's probably a good man corner, low okay K zone corner, yeah. Yeah. but I. I I don't think he's going to get picked in the top three rounds. I think he is probably going to be there on day three. And at that, uh, I think he's very good value. You know, I yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm tend to be quite cautious about drafting corners, but I think he offers really good value on, on the final day of the draft.
0: Yeah. I think um, he might have the highest upside of any corner in this draft um, in terms of his kind of physical profile, his athleticism um, and his ball skills are really good. Like for a cornerback, it's rare to, kind of have a highlight tape of them and see so many high point grabs kind there of was like,
1: the, there was one thing i saw of him running stride by stride down the sideline and just one sticking out one hand and just flicking the ball away and it was just like yeah. that, that that that's not just swinging your arm wildly at the ball that's someone who can who can just track the ball really well yeah,
0: yeah. um
1: yeah yeah no he, I, I i'm 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 really really surprised he's as lowly as races as low as he is yeah um
0: yeah he's got he's got some technique issues he's very grabby um
1: uh, yeah um, there are some other guys who are like, I, 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 there are some there are some guys who are really really grabby in, on this list mm. but yeah no he he's not perfect i don't think but he's it's hard to pass up that kind of value on day three of the draft
0: yep uh let's move on then uh, yeah so next up you've got number six amani oruwarie
1: yeah I I think he's a he's a bit he's a he's a development project from my mind he so he's he's, you know he's a good athlete he runs well he does some nice things you know he's similar to Byron Murphy in in that he does lots of nice things but the package isn't quite there yet and I think I mean the difference is is that he's a much bigger corner and probably is a bit more athletic way probably almost certainly based on what you said is more athletic yeah um but but again, it's gonna take a year or of of either very painful play or, you know, sitting to to sort of at least to develop into who he who he might become. So I think he's he's probably gonna go on day two, but he's he's a developmental guy who's gonna take a year or two to become who he who he can become.
0: Yeah, he's, he's he's quite an interesting prospect. I think he's got the ball skills, uh decent decent movement skills. I wouldn't say they're great, but they're they're, they're pretty good, especially for someone yeah. who's six two. Um, gets his hands on a lot of balls. Well, that, that, that sounded wrong, but uh, anyway. <laughs> um, and yeah, I think I think he's he'll probably end up being better in in zone than man because I'm not quite sure about um, his change of direction kind of skills yeah. and footwork.
1: Uh, he's not. Like, you're talking about guys getting quite grabby. I thought I I thought he was yeah. quite grabby. He, he, yeah. Yeah, that, and that's. I mean, we're gonna get on to two guys who play. A very similar scheme um mm-hmm. in a second but but that it's always hard to separate what they're coached to do and what they end up falling back on if that makes sense so there yeah, are yeah. so one guy we'll talk about in a second um is at a college where they they clearly coach them to grab because all the corners do it and have done under the current head coach mm-hmm. um it, it, so that's the david long of michigan i'm talking about so, yeah. um, and it's clearly that's how Michigan coach their corners. Yeah. Um, but other guys, you then sort of go, why? You know, is this because they had a high school co- coach taught them to do this? Is this this just how they end up playing? You know, it's 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 very hard to, to, to separate sometimes, with particularly with corners, sort of what they've been taught to do and what they end up having to having to do because they can't get away with with not doing.
0: Yeah. Um, we might as well talk about the next two guys on your list together yeah, yeah. then, uh, Savion Smith and David Long yeah no. so you, you said they're quite similar what are they similar in
1: so they're both similar and they played in schemes that asked them to do effectively the same thing almost all the time yeah in that they both played press a lot they both played man a lot they both played inside technique a lot mm. and, and that's fine um, because there are guys on this list who've done different things but they've done the same different thing 40 times a game as well but there, there's always that you know that's a a very high risk strategy playing inside man press. Yep. Um, and basically no team in the NFL does it because no team has the corners to do it. But what it does mean is that they were good enough corners in college to get away with doing that. Yep. Um, so this is what Alabama have done for years is basically play inside man press with a safety over the top and force quarterbacks to try and make throws to the deep outside thirds. Um, And it's great. It works really well when you've got the corners to do it compared to the receivers. But there's always going to be that concern that they haven't showed the ability to do things that they're really going to be asked to do in the NFL because they're not going to be asked to do that in the NFL most of the time. Um, Neither of them played off coverage very much. Neither of them played zone very much. Um, And both of them were asked to be relatively grabby through their routes um, because they were always trying to force guys into the boundary. That was was, was basically the aim of every coverage is to force guys into the boundary and to contest at the catch point down the field. Um, And that's just not how they're going to be asked to play at the next level. And so although they were good at what they were asked to do, it's hard to project that to what an NFL defense is actually going to look like. But both are good. I, I do like both players. It's just hard to project someone who's basically never played zone and whose man coverage is all of the same technique and who was very rarely actually asked to mirror guys inside rather than just drive them into the boundary.
0: Yeah, I think that, yeah, they're, they're quite similar in the, the technique they, they played in college, as, he, as you uh, point out. I think in terms of the skill sets they have, they're a bit different. Yes, uh, yeah. I, I think, you know, um, David Long has got much better movement skills um, and turned out that way uh, at the combine as well. Like really, yeah. really fluid. Yeah, I, I think he's, he's got the best like uh, agility um like drills out of anyone in this class um so I I I have more faith in him being able to kind of shadow guys so to speak in, in man coverage yeah but what what he doesn't have that, that Saban Smith has is the size and kind of the very easily to translate into press coverage kind of yeah. arm length and uh physicality and so David Long's going to be uh one of the guys I'll be really interested to see how well he does in the NFL, just given that the scheme he played in college doesn't really fit his uh, his size, if that makes no. sense. Um, and I think so, he also.
1: Sorry, yeah. I, I think also it didn't help that one of the things he did do at times, like he was because of that, he then tended to overcommit quite a lot in press. I found that yeah. because because he didn't have the size to just naturally play press he was trying to really jam guys at the line and sometimes got caught doing that.
0: Yep. Um, But he's a guy that I think has the kind of tools to develop into a very good cornerback. It just, it's just hard to really be confident of that given the the limited tape he had uh, playing the techniques, he's going to end up playing in the NFL Um, and there's some projection there. Uh, Savion Smith, I'm not as high on just because I don't think there's, there's there's much upside because I think his, change
1: of direction is actually uh, quite poor. Okay. No, I, would, I, 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 yeah. I, that's not that wasn't my opinion, but that that's one of the things. I mean, you, you, they're, we're not going to agree on everything, but but yeah, no, yeah. I, 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 I think they relatively. I've got them similarly, you know, all very similarly rated. Um, yeah. I, it'll be interesting to see with Long because he is going to have to change scheme, um, and Smith might do as well in terms of having to play more zone, but it it. it yeah, they're both guys who, for Long in particular, say the the issue is not that he shows he can't do things; it's that he, there are things he just didn't show that he could do. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and you have to rate people down because of that. Yeah. Um,
0: and then so we're not gonna move down a, uh the draft board now. We're just gonna talk about a few select guys. Yeah um so Kendall Sheffield's uh, a person you said you wanted to to talk about Yes. yes. that's uh, the Ohio State cornerback yeah um why was it that you wanted to mention him
1: so I think he might be someone it's quite it depends where he gets drafted obviously but who could Mm -hmm. make some sense for the Panthers so he's one he's probably can play both nickel and outside which is always nice yeah um but also he's he's basically he's a developmental corner that he's a yep. far better athlete than he actually is a cornerback at this point. Yeah. But given that the Panthers don't need a corner now as much as they, you know, both Bradbury and Cockrell are pending free agents after this year. Mm. Um. So having someone who gives you, a, you know, having someone who you can sit for a year and develop does make some sense for the Panthers. Yep. Um. And there is definitely the ceiling with Sheffield that you like to see. You know, is there, there there is something there is a reward at the end of the the journey if you can get there. Um. But there's an Awful lot to fix. Yeah. Um, the one flip that I would say is that in terms of his his value as a depth piece is that he could almost certainly come in and be a pretty good gunner right away um, oh, yeah. because he is seriously fast. Um, and 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 he flashes that in zone. That's the thing is in zone he really does flash his ability to break on balls really quickly. The you know you can see how he could you know particularly in a zone scheme could be really effective. Mm. Yeah, but his his back pedals verging on broken. Um, he needs to completely fix how he how he how he moves his feet. Um, yeah, going off the line. Um, yeah, yeah. and his run defense isn't particularly good at the moment either. Um, yeah. but it, he's a real swing from the heels, and I I would be very hesitant about taking him before certainly before like the fourth round. I think I've got a low fourth round grade in him, and that's really the absolute ceiling of where I could see him. Yeah. being valuable. But on, you know, as you get into day three there's he offers special teams value and depth with developmental high ceiling and i think that's for the panthers at least that that's sort of a nice combination of things
0: yeah no I, I i agree with your assessment of, of sheffield um again interesting player uh hopefully he puts it all together because he could he could out, be really he had, good yeah you uh, just need to spend a lot of time uh fixing his his footwork issues and his his technique and press
1: <laughs> yes yes press is I mean, there are a number of guys who, you know, who we're not going to talk about, it, but further on the board, that you know, whose press is just completely broken. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that that was one of the things that was that was notable. There are some guys who just have no idea what they're doing in press whatsoever.
0: Yep. Um. And and a guy you've got rated fairly similarly to to Sheffield is DeAndre Baker, which yeah. may surprise a few a few folks, given that he's predicted to go in a in a first round. Uh, why are you lower on him than the general? nfl consensus
1: so I, I so he's it's one that's interesting because so i've watched a reason amount of georgia over the last couple of years because there have been you know an obviously number of pro, pro, um, prospects you have had to, you know had to watch from georgia yeah and sort of in the periphery i actually quite liked baker yeah you know, he made a number of plays in the ball you know, he, yeah. you know he he didn't he didn't give up a load of big receptions you know he was undeniably a very good college cornerback yeah and then when you actually sit and watch him in particular it's really hard to see how he's going to translate to the nfl level because he, he, he's, I think at the NFL level, he's going to have to be a zone corner. I think his man coverage is, he he would be a target in man coverage if I was an offensive coordinator. To say that that his his movement skills aren't very good, um, certainly aren't good enough to make you play him as a as a given his size, given that he's not going to go in the lineup against bigger, slower receivers, he's going to have to be yep. on smaller, faster guys. He he just does not have the movement skills needed to play that in the nfl um i don't think i just i i think he he's someone who has been able to play to a certain coverage in college because the athletic limits for that are lower in college and just doesn't quite reach the level to play man coverage in the nfl and because of that he's going to have to play zone but wasn't really asked to play zone and didn't look very comfortable playing zone and so it's one of those things where the he's less than the sum of his parts as a player, I think is, yeah. is of the unfortunate way of putting it. And and if you're a defensive coordinator who thinks that with some time, he can become a good zone corner, there are undeniably nice skills to see that he's got decent deep speed, he's a decent run defender. He's actually, his press is actually pretty good. Talking yeah. about guys who aren't very good, his press is good. He's got good ball skills. It's just, he doesn't look comfortable in zone a lot of the time. He looks like he doesn't really know where he's meant to be uh, because Georgia didn't play a huge amount of zone all the time. Mm. And, I think that smaller, faster receivers who are going to be people he has to match up against just completely abolished him in man coverage at times. There were just some really, really ugly reps in man coverage that make you think that, not, that if you're a defensive coach, you're just really going to struggle to put him out there on an island in man coverage. Yeah. And and that's 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 what he was in college, and I don't think he can do that in the NFL, basically.
0: Yeah. Um. I think I I agree with your. Uh, general uh, observations on on but Baker um I think I just disagree on kind of a shades of gray of okay. how bad he is in in zone and man um like I, I I do think the NFL is overrating him but I'm not as low um on him as you are I think he's his I don't think his man is way much more of a problem than it is for some of the guys that you know we've we've talked about um and I think he's probably good projection to be like a, a cover free guy
1: um yeah okay I, I, no I, I think i think it's one of those things where i could see that i also didn't see him do that and so yeah it's yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. he's he's someone that it, it, you know, if you're a defensive coordinator and you have a scheme you think you can make him work in and you've worked yeah. him out and you think you can do that then i could see him being a lot better than i have him rated here yeah. But he was not used in a way he will need to be used in the NFL, and it's very hard for me to then project that he's going to be good at something I've never seen him do. Yep. Would would be where I am basically. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. Sorry. Okay. I, 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 it's one of those things where he, I think he. There are lots of things he does nicely. It's just it's. I find I I'm, I this is where I tend to underrate players, and I'm I'm aware that I do this sometimes. That that players who who just are going to be have to be used in a completely different way. I find it very hard to just trust that they're going to be able to do that because a lot don't. Yeah, yeah. And there are guys who can, and his range of outcomes is one of the biggest of any of these cornerbacks. But I think it's quite hard to trust that he's going to end up at the higher end of the range of outcomes.
0: Yep. Um, I think he's he's not worth a gamble in the first round. Uh, mm-hmm. I think I, I feel fairly similar about uh, Byron Murphy too, given that he's projected to go there. Um, Williams
1: is the only one I take in the first
0: yeah yeah I agree um, there's no one else really that sort of I'm even considering taking that high up and no. yeah it's a good thing that the the Panthers don't need to do that
1: no I I, I think they would a, a, unless you trade down the board for rightly and Greedy Williams is there at 25 say yeah but otherwise no I'm, I'm not taking a corner in the first round yeah Um.
0: and yeah good for the Panthers I think this this class is actually quite deep yeah in terms of developmental guys
1: yeah this is probably the deepest quarterback cast i can remember
0: actually yeah um is there anyone else you 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 want to talk about anyone else you want to mention
1: yeah let's talk about lonnie johnson let's go for it
0: (laughs) so yeah yeah lonnie johnson um was like maybe the the fifth or sixth cornerback i watched normally i kind of go down cbs's big board um watch guys and i watched him and i was like Holy hell! If he's like the fifth or sixth cornerback, this must be an awful class. And I was like, oh, I can't. How many Lonnie Johnsons do I have to watch <laughs> in this draft class? It's, it's ridiculous. Um, because he he doesn't really do anything well. I think he's a decent athlete, but he just
1: he's not a he, he doesn't play yeah. with any technique. No, he's he's, he's uh, So the reason why we talk about him rather than just to sort of you know pile dirt on. Is because yeah. he, he, he did meet with the Panthers at the Combine and yeah. he said it went really well, which yeah. is terrifying because his tape is really poor. Yeah. Um and again, he's a big long corner, there's always gonna be a market, cover three teams are gonna try and make him work even if it won't. Yeah. But he, he yeah, he, his his press isn't talking about his press is an absolute mess. Oh, yeah. Um it is it is catastrophically poor. Um and then in man coverage, I, I, I legitimately think you definitely cannot play him in man coverage almost regardless of matchup. Yeah. And then you have to play him in. A, you know, he can only really play in a cover three, and even then, it, like I think if he had great ball production, you might at least think, well, at least there's some upside that he can generate turnovers. And okay, he might give up some big plays, but he he doesn't really have ball production. Like you know, he doesn't. His ceiling and his floor are both quite low. Yep. He's a, he's a high risk, low reward player, and that's never a great thing to opt for.
0: No. Um. Yeah. I. I. I don't know why he's ranked higher than other developmental corners.
1: Yeah. No. I don't either. No. I. I. I, I must admit. I. Yeah. He's. He's. He, there. There are guys who. Who you can see what people like, you just disagree. I. I cannot see how he's being. And to be fair, I don't think it's universal, like I don't know if you read have you read any of the um the draft network stuff at all?
0: Like, uh, I
1: yeah. I, I know they're really not high on them either, and there are definitely yeah. people inside Panthers, you know, um media circles who definitely are not hiring on them either. And I, yeah. I, I it it's not something where I'm sitting there going like, Why is no one else seeing this? It's just like what is what are some people seeing if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Um,
1: yeah. I think that all makes right. sense. I, I had the, 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 that moment with Justin Lane or sort of like, this is now the beginning of the bad corners type thing it, that you sort of, you know, you, you watch down, you sort of, you hit a point, you think ah, no, winna, winna, no, winna.
0: no. And then you keep going, it's like, Oh, this is yeah. actually okay.
1: Yeah, no, it, it's, it, it's actually, I, I think it is a really, really good draft class for the Panthers and it? it is very deep. Yeah. And, and the guys, more importantly, when you get the deep, the, the guys who are in that sort of like, you know, probably fourth, fifth, maybe even sixth range yep they're developmental guys which suits what the panthers want it's not it's not a draft class full of mediocre okay depth players it's a load of boom bust guys but realistically you're drafting a corner in the sixth round to be a number five corner you uh, the, you want the boom because that's something that gives you know, they're all going to bust at a reasonably high rate uh, in the sixth round so at least you've got some boom for your bust if that makes sense
0: yeah, yeah. that does make sense yeah um anyone else you want to mention um
1: not particularly i mean there's there's some small school guys who are always going to be hard to
0: yeah
1: hard to pin down um clifton duck did some nice things i just don't think i just think he's going to get a you know eviscerated at the nfl level yep um yeah no there's it's a really nice class actually i you know i, I wouldn't want you know i wouldn't want to put my money on any corner any year i think that the yeah the range of outcomes for cornerbacks is really quite big. So it's quite hard to have huge confidence in any one player, Yeah. but but there's there's enough players of a certain standard that I think there are probably going to be a number of good cornerbacks to come out of this class.
0: Yep. Um, one, one, one player I want to briefly touch on is Iman Marshall. Um, okay. I think there's a, there's a decent chance that he gets drafted uh, kind of in the later rounds, gets converted to a free safety. and. Turns into a starter at some point.
1: Okay.
0: Um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put money on it, but I'm just putting it out there on the internet just so that if it happens, I can. It can last for a time. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Because um, I
0: mean, he he he's got good recognition zone. He's a he's a very solid tackler. Kind of he's more kind of explosive than fluid as a player. You know, he, he hasn't got great okay, yeah, directional, yeah, yeah. professional deep speed, whatever. But um, but yeah, I think as a as a
1: safety, he's. He's got some developmental thing, but I wouldn't wouldn't spend more than a late round pick on that. I mean, I mean, there there are going to be there are going to be a number of guys towards the bottom of this board who teams are going to try at safety. Another guy I think maybe is Blaze Brown. Okay. uh, From Troy, just because he's got he he, he's I don't think he can play corner, but Mm. uh, there are there are enough reasons to think that if you play him as a deep field safety, that you can kind of get some. You know, I don't think someone spends a high draft pick on it, but you know. If yep. you get him as a UDFA or as a seventh-round pick, you give it a go, because if it works out, it's great. Mm-hmm. Um, and there, there are going to be a number of guys who can do that. Um, yep. Elijah, Elijah Holder, I could see someone trying to beef up and play as a strong safety, because yep. he, he's a good run defender. It's just a shame about his coverage, really. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I, I think it's a really nice class, actually. I, I It'll be interesting to see whether the Panthers add anyone before. I mean, the thing is, frequency is still going on to a certain degree, yeah. and the Panthers do need to add depth at a number of positions. So th- this could be something that is not even really part of the conversation if they sign someone, but I think, yep. I think they could, they, they could definitely get good value in the fourth or fifth round.
0: Yep. Okay. Um, are you, are you going to be writing any reports up? On yes, the I am report?
1: for the corners. I'm going to do Sean Bunting and Kendall Sheffield. I think this week, I'm only going to do two okay. because of free agent profiles, but yep. I'm gonna, I think i will look at those two guys.
0: Okay. That sounds good.
1: Yep. Anyway, we'll be back next week with running backs. Um, I think she's always good fun. Uh, yep. You like, you, Dan Dan's a big fan of running back, so that, that's, that's yeah. going to be enjoyable.
0: It's it's, it's uh, the one position where players might actually peak in college. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it is the one, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, probably is actually. Yeah, if Nick Chubb would come out as a freshman. Yeah, um, there,
0: there aren't many running backs you kind of talk about in the same way we've been talking about cornerbacks as developmental guys. Normally, you no, expect some sort no. of return as a as a running yeah, yeah,
1: if you don't come into the NFL as a pretty pretty good running back, you're probably not going to be a good one in five years time. Yeah. Um, but yes, so we get to talk about some some people who do exciting things. Um, there's it, you know depending on what happens with Panthers free agency, but there might be pieces on that. But um, yep. that will have to depend on what what happens in the next sort of week or so. Anyway, we will love and leave you. Um, it's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from you. Thanks, guys. Um,